All right, guys, thank you for that. We've got our next live guest ready to go. We've got Joanna Marsh, our rail rider, with us to talk about a railroad, which is now eyeing some development property outside of Phoenix. Joanna, thank you for being here. And let's dig right into it as we see kind of Arizona being a great place for expansion. Who is now looking to purchase some property out there? Yeah, so it's interesting. So it's actually... Um... Uh, it's actually not a railroad. It's uh, two companies. One is Trammell Crow, which uh, does commercial and industrial real estate. And the other one is CBRE Investment Management, um, which I think is separate from the CBR group, but related. Um, and uh, and they have formed a joint venture to um, to uh, to acquire an almost 200 acre uh, parcel of land um, in Mesa, Arizona, um, with the intent of um, of uh, having that land available for prospective companies um, to develop industrial sites there. So, um, so like uh, companies in the semiconductor industry or or any other um, uh, company that might need um, rail serve facilities. The uh, the site. Um, can be divided into several parcels or one company can take the whole thing if they wanted to. Um, and uh, the site will be served by um, Union Pacific Railroad. Um, and so it's interesting because it's because uh, usually the class one railroads have their own um, sites that they try to um, find uh, prospective uh, companies, you know, to, to like, hey, we have this site, you can, you know, build your facility here and we can, you know, we can, uh, 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 then you can use us and, you know, we can deliver your, your, your goods to wherever they need to go. But this, in this case, it's actually, um, uh, two other sort of non rail companies, um, uh, using this, uh, site for industrial purposes, uh, with the idea of, Hey, if you want rail access through union Pacific, um, you know, you can, uh, build, um, a facility on this site. And Joanna, when we're looking at the East Valley here in Arizona, what is the allure for um, this region or this area that's really kind of drawing this type of development? Yeah, I think the um, I think the Southwest is is you know sort of always kind of popular. I mean, you know, people <laughs> talk about moving there, and and you know, it's proximity, of course, to to, to California. But I think uh, you know, targeting um, the, the Phoenix region as well. Um, as, as a, you know, it's a major metropolitan area. So, you know, I think, um, so you have, uh, of course the, the, the Phoenix market and the regional market, but then of course the, uh, the proximity, um, to the West coast and, and even, um, somehow, you know, to, to, to Mexico, uh, you know, using UP and then, um, interchanging, um, at the border. Uh, so, um, it, you know, you, you always kind of hear the, the Southwest as, as a region of growing, I suppose, in Northeast. <laughs> but uh, but so I think, you know, having that sort of stake in the ground, um, you know, is a, is a useful option um, for some companies. So in the Southwest, we've talked a lot to Alan Adler about the Phoenix area and the role that they're playing in EV development. And then, of course, you are so close to the border crossing to the northern states of Mexico, where you speak to Noe Mahoney about we talk a lot about nearshoring, reshoring, and specifically about automotive production going on in Mexico. Now that we see more of these outside, specifically transportation companies, catching their eye for real estate development down there, do you think that we see maybe some more integrations and more partnerships with different railroads to get their uh, use down there? You mentioned UP, but I can't help but 
Think about the now um, Kansas City Southern and Canadian Pacific merger that just went through and how they are now this single line railroad across from Canada all the way down to Mexico. Could they have some utilization for this as well? Yeah, I, you know, it, it'll, it'll be interesting to, to see um, how I, you know, I was thinking about that as well, actually, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, what potential synergies might arise. I, I think, um, you know, it, it obviously it de- depends on the company and, and where, um, you know, is, it, you know, is there a possibility to, to, to leverage if you're in Arizona to, to leverage that, that, uh, that space in Arizona, um, with, um, you know, is there, is there a way to somehow, um, find, uh, competitive rail, other competitive rail options. Obviously you have Union Pacific there, but, um, but sort of more broadly speaking, the, um, the, the CPKC, you know, one of their big arguments was that, um, was that it would, um, create competition, you know, in the Midwest and, and in the South, um, and just kind of that, that whole, uh, you know, Canada, Mexico, uh, U.S., Mexico. Um, so, so that there, you know, so that, um, so having that increased competition, um, I guess my, my, what I'm trying to say is, is whether companies are able to take advantage of that increased competition, um, you know, being where they are in, in Arizona. Um, uh, so it'll be interesting to see if, you know, if they, if they can do that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, as I, as I had mentioned, it, it was interesting. I had asked Trema Crow about, um, uh, you know, who, who could take advantage of the, uh, the properties in the, the sites in, in, um, in Mesa, Arizona. And, uh, and they said that, you know, the semiconductor industry, so it kind of does tie in with, um, you know, with what Alan and Noy have been talking about with the automotive industry. And Joanna, while we have you on, also going to ask about the Norfolk Southern latest, um, hearing from National Steel Car say that they were not responsible. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, you know, Norfolk Southern was, uh, for better, for well, not for better, uh, unfortunately, I was involved in several um, train derailments recently, uh, besides the East Palestine one in early February, there was another one um, in Springfield, Ohio, and there was a question about um, whether uh, wheel sets produced by National Steel Car um, were, uh, were a factor in that derailment. And so, um, uh, the Association of American Railroads um, uh, had put out um, uh, an advisory saying, you know, let's don't don't use the rail cars with those wheel sets for now. Um, National Steel Car and others, including the National Transportation Safety Board, um, kind of looked into it and they determined in the end that the wheel sets were not a factor. And so um, so AAR removed that advisory. I actually saw a tweet earlier, I don't know, maybe several hours ago from the NTSB saying that um, that uh, National Steel Car is not um, involved in the investigation of that Springfield accident anymore either. So um, it looks like everything is fine with the real sets. Definitely a continuing story and a developing story here. Um, Joanna, thanks so much for joining us today. And of course, people can find more of your insights. Can you tell us where we can catch people speaking real? Yeah, it's uh, it'll be airing at 3 p.m. on Thursdays. So please check it out. Awesome. Looking forward to that episode. Joanna, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Right now, we're going to head over to the wall because we have Kaylee Nix with our next weather update.